welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. I always establish the fundamental truths. I like fundamentals, man. I like good, solid foundations. I like to stand on truth. That way I don't fall down. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. I, that settled a few things. God loves me. He gave his life for me. I believe on him, and I have everlasting life. So my reference points are settled. Thy word, O Lord, is forever settled in heaven. I know I'm loved. The devil can't tell me I'm not loved because God himself came down and gave his life. That's how valuable you are. Now, next step is God is always about free will. You have the life you choose. Ooh, ooh, hurt my toes, huh? You're living the life that you choose to live. You're living the life at the level that you believe God. It's sobering, but it's accurate. Either that or it's a big mystery and we can't figure it out. As your faith, be it unto you. Can't blame anybody. There'll always be somebody in your way. There'll always be somebody talking bad about you. There'll always be somebody who's against you. But the Bible says he sets a table up in the midst of our enemies. So you got to be able to relax and eat while the enemy's hanging around and enjoy your life because there'll always be an enemy of your life somewhere. Deuteronomy 30, 19. This is the, the choice. I call ahead. Now, I'm going to record this, he says. He's, you know, God has records, right? He has records of everything. He remembers everything. He says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. He's recorded. You know how when, you, when they want you to know your rights, they tell you them so you hear them, so they can hold you accountable for them? He said, I'm writing this down. I set two things before you, life and death, blessing and cursing. And now I'm going to tell you what to choose, but I'm not going to make you do it. You have to do that part. I, I told you, I showed you, I recorded it, but now it's finished. It's up to you. Jesus said it was finished on the cross, right? So when it's finished on God's side, the other side is our side. Amen. The other side is our side. We're, we're, he said he commanded us to go lay hands on the sick. So we can sing about healing and miracles all the time, but until we raise our hand and lay it on somebody, virtue won't come out because you have to do what he said to get the power. 
He says, whatever you put your hand on will prosper. If you don't put your hand on anything, you will not prosper. You will be broke. That you have to live off of everybody else, from the government to your mother. You have to put your hand on something to create a flow in your life. And the more faithful you are to put your hand on something, the greater the flow comes. Because God is a God of increase. If you're faithful over little, God will give you much. The reward for God, always remember this, is the reward for being obedient is more responsibility. Get it out of your mind that you're working so you don't have to work. You're working so you can do more for God before you die. Now, it may switch from physical work to impartation because you've heard me say this. I believe there's three phases in your life, the learning phase, the producing phase, and the imparting phase. When you're younger, you learn. When you're older, you work. When you're older than that, you impart what you learn to other people. Now, you could tell that's the third phase of your life. But you're always producing. And, and, and if you get old and you can't leave the house, the wise people will come to your house and ask you questions before you die. Because you have a treasure of a lifetime of walking with God. And people come to your house to hear you tell them about God, a wise person. I always use that, use that with Lester Summerall and Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth said, you need to come see me, Lester. This is when Lester was a young man. And Lester went to see him once a week on a regular basis. And he hung out with him. And that mantle went from Smith Wigglesworth to Lester while Smith Wigglesworth stayed at home. So Lester went to him and got it. There has to be action steps. And Dr. Summerall changed the world because he was willing to pursue somebody that had something for him. We like God to deliver everything UPS and we don't like to be inconvenienced to do anything and besides, you know, they have trouble with their kids. I can't follow them. That's not how it works. You're saying that everybody's got to be perfect before you'll pursue what they have. Pursuit is a sign that you really want it. It's hard to get married. Well, maybe not today. I'm not sure. But it's hard to get married to a woman you're not pursuing, if you know what I mean. And women, I think they like to know you want them, so it's a real good idea. <laughs> to, to chase them uh, till they catch you. You know what I mean? You're supposed to chase them. And I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, if you, if you think somebody, you love them and you want them, you want them to get to know them, I, I think you need to get up off, take a shower and shave and dress up, put some cologne on and go see them. Hallelujah. Isn't that how it works? Ah, oh, she'll show up. I'm going to sit here. Come on. That just isn't how it works. So we make our choices and our life. We make our choices and God makes his choices for our life out of those choices. In other words, you make your choices and God works with your choices. If it's not important to you, he can't force it down your throat. If you heed his word, you have more options. The more you listen to the word and the more you obey it, the more he will make different choices for your life. 
See, if you really want it, God will keep giving it. If you want ministry or business or kids or a wife and all those things, and if you really want it and you're willing to heed his word concerning that topic, you will obtain it. But if you dig your heels in or you're slothful or you don't want to change, those options are not there. Your choices allow him to give, you, give him choice. They give him choices. Because he would have to go against his word to give you anything because he's looking for faithfulness and that which is faithful over another man's, the Lord will give him his own. So faithfulness is a direct requirement for you to have more options. Not how perfect you are. That's why a lot of people that, have, you know, uh, I'll repeat this again. He even told me when he told me that that time through Pastorina prophetically. He said, this is going to go against your personality. He says, this isn't who you are. He says, it's going to go against what you like to do. But since the hour is late and you said you would, I'm going to take you up on your offer. How do you like that? That's how God is. He's looking like this. His eyes are looking to and fro for somebody who will conform their life to what he wants done. Because he's gone through all the people that he gifted to do it, and he's gone through all the people that he anointed to do it, and they wouldn't do it. So now he got to look for people who just say, I'll do anything you tell me. I'm just glad to be here. I was nobody till you got me God. He resists the proud, but man, he'll grace a humble person. Humility, I, I, I know it's up there with love. Humility is so powerful because it empower, God's power comes into a humble life. God resists the proud, but he gives his ability to humble people. And I don't mean low self-esteem. I'm talking about real biblical humility. It should be something you pursue because it's a lifelong pursuit because it takes a long time to get that demonic uh, character out of you that you got from the fall. The selfishness that we were born with from the fall. Worship. We're going to look at the woman of well for the hundredth time, but that's okay. It's still a good place to go, isn't it? Jesus asked her for a drink. It upset her because Jews and Samaritans didn't mix. But uh, did you ever notice sometimes when God wants to teach you something you don't know, he starts a fight. He starts a controversy. She has to do something to get your attention. You thought it was just somebody being a smart aleck, but God was trying to get your attention. So he gets her attention, and she switches over, you know, after, after the husband issue and the boyfriend issue. And she starts talking about worship. What I thought was interesting is, is she's talking about worship, yet worship is obedience, and she hasn't obeyed anything. But she's going she's gonna to start talking about worship. And she talks about the mountains. And the, the Samaritans worshipped on one mountain. And the Jews worshipped on the other. And when Moses uh, had Joshua do that, he put half of them on one mountain and half on the other mountain. And this, on this mountain, the blessings were pronounced. And on this mountain, the curses were pronounced. That was what Moses had Joshua do because that was under God's instruction. So they were equal amounts of each. Now, we all know that I, I believe you can turn to the left or to the right. I really, the mountains are beside each other. 
they literally are beside each other and there's a, a valley in between. And I actually think that it was a choice. God said, you're going to worship from this mountain or are you going to worship from this mountain? And the blessing mountain was the obedience mountain and the cursed mountain was the disobedience mountain. So uh, he always uses it to teach people and he, he opened her eyes. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastorina Perosich. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosich and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.